The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? Good. I think I'm going to lean forward today. Lean forward? Yeah, like this. Do you like it? Uh, it's kind of aggressive. Yeah, it is aggressive. Let me lean back. We don't have any aggressive news this morning, so I shouldn't be uh, leaning forward. How's, how was your day so far? <laughs> it's fine. It's Good. fine. Thank you very much. Good. Uh, we have a winter weather advisory in effect until 7 p.m. today. Mixed precipitation is expected. Total snow and sleet accumulations of up to two inches and ice accumulations of up to one-tenth of an inch. Mm -hmm. So we're expecting uh, slippery road condi conditions. The hazardous conditions could impact the uh, evening commute and falling temperatures during the afternoon and evening will result in slippery and slick road conditions with this wintry mix of precipitation likely. So winter's still here. Yeah, it is. The wind yesterday was uh, crazy. Our basketball hoop bl blew over. Oh, no. Yeah, but luckily we didn't have a car parked in front of it this time, so no damage. But a lot of tree branches down. Uh, there were some folks with power out due to the, uh, those heavy winds. It was nasty down here. Mm-hmm. 37 right now, our wind chill is uh, 32 degrees. Some thunder is even possible today. Oh, well, that's exciting. So, yes, so uh, be careful. Um, Michigan State's gonna have another press conference uh, today to uh, discuss uh, fallout from the mass, mass shooting that they have mm -hmm. been dealing with. And each day I see more and more people that I know that had children on that campus and uh, yeah, just thinking of them. It's very difficult. Um, not sure how, how they would be feeling, obviously. Never been in a situation like that. Um, but you got a lot of families worried about their children going back to school. It's a very, very large university, as mm -hmm. you know, uh, with a lot of events going on. So um, kind of anxious to hear the, from the press conference today and, and hear about the Spartans' plan to uh, move forward. Yes, and the uh, Michigan State University Police uh, announced last night that out of respect for the, the families, they will not be announcing the names of those five students that are still hospitalized, all in critical condition following Monday night's shooting. Uh, huge, huge outpouring of uh, support all throughout the state. Mm -hmm. At the Michigan State University campus last night, thousands and thousands of students at a vigil, including uh, President Woodruff, uh, Basketball coach Tom Izzo among the speakers. Uh, the governor uh, also delivering an emotional message. The, uh, the vigil had students filling Farm Lane, stretching from Auditorium Drive all the way down to the Farm Lane Bridge. So the uh, campus uh, is closed until Monday, and mm -hmm. literally thousands of students have returned home. Yeah. And 
outpouring of support at other campuses around the state, including at uh, the University of Michigan. There were uh, thousands of students at a vigil last night, and that's the case uh, at several other college campuses throughout the state of Michigan yesterday. And uh, Brent Ellis, president of Spring Arbor University, told us that yesterday they had a special uh, prayer service for the, the, the community at the Arbor Church and it lasted for uh, nearly three hours. Yeah, that's great. A lot of support. We showed the GoFundMe yesterday for the one injured victim. It was at 186,000 when you showed it yesterday morning. Last night it was over 310,000. Can't imagine what it is uh, right now, but yes, just a uh, outpouring of, of support. Um, that's is really all you can do is be there for those families if you know those families, but um, it's, uh, it's a tough situation, obviously, for everyone involved. When I was younger, you know, you could say, uh, you could say things to me or Brandon's parents could say things to him like, well, this will never happen near us. But now we are, we know that it does happen near us. It happens everywhere. Uh, so it's a scary time. It happened again last night. Yeah, it did. At a mall in uh, Texas, uh, in the same, actually across the street from the mass shooting uh, at Walmart mm. um, a couple of years ago. Awful, awful, awful. Well, we have um, also at uh, the Capitol yesterday, um, Michigan State um, students uh, gathered for uh, an event at the Capitol on the Capitol steps. Uh, afterwards, they filled the House chamber where first responders were honored with uh, House resolutions and more legislation uh, introduced in both the House and Senate dealing with uh, school safety, uh, funding, mental health, and it's expected we will see gun legislation. Speaker Joe Tate said mm -hmm. that uh, this time it's not going to just be uh, words of uh, prayers and thoughts, it's going to be action. So yeah, there's a lot of that going on. We don't want to hear your thoughts and prayers anymore. And you know what? It's it's a fair statement from a lot of these victims. You, you, you don't want to hear that. It, does, it really, it, it doesn't do anything to uh, help the situation. It's just a nice thing to say. Um, I had a, uh, I had a really nice time last night. I got an opportunity to uh, go out to Grass Lake and call the Grass Lake to come see basketball game with David Rice. and. Uh, our own Brandon Dolly's nieces play on that team. They had a phenomenal game, so it was pretty cool uh, seeing uh, seeing the Bollinger girls, Chloe and Natalie, on the court together. And Tecumseh is, uh, they're one of the best girls basketball teams I've ever seen in my life. Wow. They're very, very good, so uh, they should go far. It's fun to watch. It's gotta be great for, uh, you know, uh, Brandon's sister and brother-in-law and grandparents enjoying that. So it was cool. It was a good, good family affair last night out at Grass Lake. Uh, was Tom and Peggy and David May there? Dave and May were there. Um, were Tom and Peg there? I didn't see Tom. They probably watching on TV. They probably were watching on TV, yeah. maybe from somewhere warm. If Tom and Peggy were there, you would have known it. I was, yeah, yeah, I would have known. No, but the, uh, I was impressed. Uh, uh, really good fans, your family is. Yeah. Just, just solid fans, nothing ridiculous. Um, Mrs. Dowley reminded me of Chloe and Natalie's numbers right before the game, just in case I forgot. What, but what's funny is, is right after she did that, I looked down and I'm, where's the, where's the Grass Lake roster? So Brandon luckily sent me one. Oh. So, but it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. 
live basketball continues on JTV on Friday night. Uh, big game, I believe. Uh, yeah. Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah, they are. Napoleon. Oh, it's tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, tonight. It's tonight. tonight. It's hard to remember what day is what around yeah. this building. Uh, yeah, Napoleon, number five in the state. They travel to Michigan Center, so it'd be a good opportunity to see Napoleon. Very, very good. Uh, but uh, Michigan Center would like to spoil that undefeated season, of course. That game is live tonight on JTV. David Rice and Harry Howard on Harry the call. Harry Howard making his debut on yep. JTV Sports. Absolutely. should be a uh, great time. Uh, we've got a try hockey for free that is coming up. Not this weekend, but next weekend, February 25th at 11.30. And uh, the try hockey for freeze have been working. Every time I'm in the uh, ice arena, I see more and more kids playing, teams are growing, and uh, hockey is alive in Jackson. It's cool, mm -hmm. very cool. You yeah. should try. <laughs> well, I've been told- They have a U65 team. You won't let me, you won't let me skate. Well, actually, and Brandon and I had this conversation <laughs> last night. We're worried about our parents, right? You know, a trip and fall here, a trip and fall there. Mm. Um, so we, we just like to keep you on flat surface. I've been thinking of taking up pickleball. I think you could get an injury Can from that. Can you fall in that? I would, I'd, yeah, that's, that's going to be something you would injure yourself doing. Well, there really aren't that uh, many opportunities to uh, skate this winter because of the weather and in Ottawa. The uh, famous Rodale Canal Skateway, the largest outdoor ice rink in the world, may not open this winter for the first time in half a century because warmer weather. Mm. It's a five mile long section of canal in the center of the Canadian capital. Normally it is just packed with people. It opens in, in December and is open all winter long, but they just not have not had the cold weather enough to support the weight of skaters. It's ice, hmm. but it's not safe. It's Have you porous. been there? Have you been there before? No. No? Never been there? No, never been no. there. I've seen it. We've talked uh, on and off about we need a downtown skating rink for mm -hmm. the winter. Really uh, helps bring people, bring people downtown something to do in the winter. But I guess this winter, if we had it, it probably would have been a bust. It would. Don't you think? And that would have been just our luck. Our you luck. Know, we would have pushed yeah. forward and then. Yeah, let's where get would in. We, where, where would we put it? I don't know where we'd put it. I'd put it in a parking lot. Yeah, I would put it in yeah. a parking or, lot. Or um, across from Steve's Ranch between yeah, um, La Saint Louis. There's a big, but it's kind of a hill. Yeah, it's kind of a hill. I would do it in a parking lot, but I would say uh, that's something that we could see in the next few winters. Mm -hmm. I, think, uh, I think that would be a nice addition to our. Uh, our downtown. Yeah, third warmest winter on record in Ottawa and uh, really everywhere. It's, it's been warm here. Uh, the police blotter this morning, Michigan State Police investigated the larceny of muck boots. Oh, those are nice. Mm -hmm. Muck boots. Yeah. Yeah, everyone needs a pair. So if you see someone wearing um, muck boots that don't appear to be theirs, they're stolen. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tiger Woods is back on the golf course. He tees off at 3.04 p.m. today alongside Justin Thomas and Roy McIlroy at the Genesis Invitational. He's not played since missing the cut at the Open last July, and this will be his first non-major PGA Tour event since, the, uh, since October of 2020. Yeah. So it's a big deal. Yeah. I can't believe he continues to keep coming back and uh, play, and he said he wouldn't play if he didn't think he could win. Um, the new Netflix series that's following the PGA Tour that that came out last night, oh. and I watched the first uh, 
30 minutes of it. I think you'll find it interesting. They followed Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas quite a bit, along with some other players. But they started filming that uh, before the Live and PGA mm. split. So I think you'll find it, find it pretty interesting. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it is, it's just rich guys playing golf. <laughs> so it's really, it's, uh, you know, there's nothing you're gonna, there's nothing you're gonna see that's too, too intriguing. Um, some of them might have uh, more foul language than you thought, um, but it's a lot of private jets and money. <laughs> the uh, WM uh, tournament it used to be called the Waste Management, right. uh, but apparently this garbage company doesn't want to be called Waste Management anymore. But that was, uh, that was entertaining to watch. That's a tournament I'd love to go to. That would yeah. be uh, a lot of fun. We've got uh, a couple of things. Um, Closing or ending, uh, one is uh, Marinos is closing their flagship uh, location on Parnell. Yeah. That's where it all started. It is. Kurt and Mary Nichols starting that. Don't fear, Marinos will still be here. We're going to have uh, the two remaining mm -hmm. locations in downtown Spring Arbor and on Horton Road. But they've been at this for decades. They have. And the opportunity came along. The township of Blackman needs more room for their public safety department. Uh, they're on top of each other uh, where they are located, just next to Marino. So they're going to use mm -hmm. that building for a while. And then eventually, uh, it's expected a new building will be built. And there's already a uh, very popular uh, field behind Marino. Very popular field, yeah. The soccer field that yeah. uh, folks will come in from Petoskey on a Sunday, mm -hmm. play a 2 p.m. game, and then uh, go home. I wonder what they're going to do with those skee-ball machines. Oh. You know? Yeah. From the playroom? That would be fun to have it have at JTV. Maybe we can see what they're going to do with those. Or one of the crane games they have. I've always <laughs> wanted one of those. Mm -hmm. We could fill it with energy drinks. Yeah. That'd be cool. We could, we could use one. And the other uh, thing that ended on uh, Valentine's Day, after 27 years, Microsoft permanently disabled Internet Explorer, the web browser that, who uses that? Well, I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I think we have one or two people that are going to turn on their computer this morning and be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll finally have to learn how to download Chrome. Well, good luck. Mm -hmm. um, let me give you some scores brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. Visit their new oil change building, get you in out very fast while you wait. You might be going uh, somewhere this President's Day weekend on the road. You're probably overdue for an oil change like uh, me. Who, I'm always overdue for an oil change. I hate Don't looking. Don't you have at, a thing on your? Thing? I do, I do, but uh, somehow it always uh, it always skips past that. Boys basketball, Charlotte, they beat Hanover Horton by uh, 36 last night. Is that right? Wow, Charlotte must be mm -hmm. awfully good. Jackson with another win over Lakeview. Jackson Christian fell, and Addison beat Springport. That's boys basketball girls to come see over Grass Lake. Uh, game we were at. You can see that again this weekend on JTV. Napoleon beat Michigan Center, which was a huge, huge conference uh, implication. Um, they are now 8-3, and three, and if, I believe if Grass Lake beats East Jackson, there's a three-way tie for oh, girls wow. in the uh, Cascades Conference. And um, Loy Norix beat Hanover Horton. Some wrestling. Uh, Fowlerville, they beat Northwest in uh, the team regional. And uh, Clinton beat Napoleon and their team regional as well. Hanover Horton uh, fell to Perry and East Jackson. Hudson won that 
Regional, and then Bronson won the Division Four Regional at Homer. Uh, live high school basketball tonight. Napoleon, number five ranked in the state at Michigan Center, presented by Avenue Auto, and uh, we expect coverage live on JTV and JTV.TV around 6.45 tonight. Tough night for uh, Jackson uh, area wrestlers last night. And a very uh, strange uh, thing very. happened at uh, uh, the Northwest uh, Wrestling loss. According to Northwest Wrestling coach Bruce Gumbert, who told JTV's Jeff Steers, the Mounties led 35 to 30 heading into the final match at 120 pounds. The Northwest wrestler was ahead in the match, but got in a scramble, hit his face on the mat, losing consciousness for a brief moment. Mm. Officials made the determination that any wrestler who loses consciousness at any time is an automatic forfeit. I mean, I'm sure that place just went haywire at the time. You understand the rule is there for the safety. Mm -hmm. uh, reminds me of the football rule. If, if your helmet falls off, you have to come out and mm -hmm. sit a play. Um, unless you're in the NFL. Well, unless you're in the NFL. Um, but yeah, tough. what a tough, uh, a tough story. Um, Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was absolutely nuts in that. It in was that field uh, Northwest Wrestling. Uh, very disappointed. Yeah. Um, really, after a great season too. Unbelievable season. Uh, who's on the show today? We've got a great show. We are going to get things lined up first with Brian Green from the College and Career Access Center, and he'll join us right after this break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by Total Landscaping Inc. And uh, if you need brush cleared, tree stumps removed, they take care of it. But they also do wonderful hard and uh, soft scapes, uh, retaining walls. Give them a call. Total Landscaping Inc. on Page Ave. Free member movie night tonight at the Michigan Theater. Thursday's movie is Top Gun Maverick. So, uh, a I still haven't seen it. Well, it's perfect. <laughs> I know. I mean, then this is a movie you need to see. On I the need to. Big screen. I need to. So that's tonight. Members free. Everyone else just five bucks. Joining us now from the College and Career Access Center, College and Career Advisor, Brian Green. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Welcome back. Yeah, it's, it's been big, a while. Big month for you. Big, yes. big month. Big three months, uh, starting in September. Uh, college application month, FAFSA opens, scholarship season opens. It's a big, big time for us. Yeah, we were talking FAFSA yesterday, and it's, uh, it's one of those things that everyone's kind of worried about or nervous about. But uh, you guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is your specialty. It's what I do every yeah. day. I, I tell students I, I live in, in financial aid purgatory. I do the same <laughs> things every day, and it's that federal yeah. application. So when it, when it you know, gives them trepidation, I'm like, ah, I've done that app yeah. 2,000 times at least. No worries. So, yeah. 
So for this, a special event on Monday, President's Day, and I think this has been um, a tradition yeah. of our College and Career Access mm -hmm. Center. You open yeah. the doors and you have a big blowout party. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've been, shoot, it's going to be nine years, if you can believe that, that I've been with the College and Career Access Center. Wow. And we do a FAFSA event twice a year, uh, once in the fall, our fun fall FAFSA, and then on President's Day, uh, which, you know, Students don't have to school. Yeah. There's nothing more fun to do than come and do a federal application <laughs> yeah. for financial aid. Uh, but yeah, on those days we open our doors for extended hours. Uh, our typical, you know, 11 to 6 becomes, you know, 10 to 7. And we have barbecue, we give away gift cards. Uh, students come in, they get their FAFSA done quickly, efficiently. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually a fun event. It, yeah. it, we make it as much of a party as as federal applications can be. So the event includes a free barbecue courtesy of Brian Verde. Verde barbecue. Who's that handsome and, guy on the, the banner there? Yeah. And you, what is your what's your specialty? Uh, barbecue. I actually <laughs> yeah, cook well. it. I do it homemade. Uh, I make my own homemade sauces. Okay. Uh, it's it's a. Uh, I think we talked about it last time yeah. I was on. It's a it's a Puerto Rican pork shoulder recipe uh, that we usually have at Christmas. Uh, and then in the summer, we basically just take that same recipe, uh, cool. slather it in homemade barbecue sauce, and, and call it Southern yeah. Barbecue. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Sounds it's, like I might have to fill out some fast it's reason enough to It know. is reason. I think that's <laughs> yeah. by design. I'll, I'll tell students, have you done your FAFSA? Yeah, I already did it. Come down anyways. Yeah. <laughs> barbecue that day. Have uh, a sandwich, bring a friend. How is the, uh, how is the application, uh, college application process? Has it changed at all since COVID? Um, I've been hearing some universities, they're getting a record number of applications. Yeah, um, yeah. Explain to us a little bit of the, uh, the current uh, climate in higher ed. In, in higher ed, um, they're, they're kind of making the process in a lot of ways easier for students. Uh, because COVID made so many students apprehensive, yeah. it filled them with doubt. Uh, they're they're trying to, you know, bring more students. So uh, some schools have said, you know what, the SAT, we don't look at that as much right. as a as a prerequisite anymore. Um, you know, a lot of them during the college application month, especially, will waive their application fee. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still, you know. It's still a confusing process, but they've, yeah. they've kind of opened it up wider and, and brought more students in to be able to do it uh, that might not be able to previously uh, with just simple things yeah. you know, like that. Do, uh, are, do most universities have a, have a different application period, or is it normally around the same time uh, in the middle of the year? It's usually around the same time, and you know, schools still have their early action, yeah. early decision. Uh, you know, first of November is usually early action. Okay. That's still the case. Um, many schools, when I started, I used to tell students, you, you want to have that application yeah. done by November. Yeah. Uh, now we have, you know, students applying, you know, throughout the summer mm -hmm. and still getting in. Uh, some schools have, have switched to staggered start dates. Yeah. So if you, if you miss that first day, you're not missing an entire semester. You're just coming around for that next round of open classes in 10 weeks. So. That is helpful too. And it's not just for people who are planning to go to college. Right. Everyone that is planning to do something post-secondary, uh, technical ed, or yeah, they, they everyone should fill this out. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we tell students no matter what your path is, no matter where you're headed, uh, will be the starting point. Bringing all the resources and 
apply, apply for FAFSA. Uh, trade schools are now accepting federal aid more than ever, so we tell students, you know, do that application. And even if you're not planning to attend, um, it's just a good exercise to, to kind of rebuild that confidence that mm -hmm. some students have, have found is wavering. Uh, you might not be going to school in the fall, but getting that acceptance letter and saying, yeah, you, mm -hmm. can, you can start when you're ready, that's a good feeling. You know, applying for financial aid, even if you don't plan to go to school, knowing that there's a lot more aid available mm -hmm. right now. The, the Michigan uh, Achievement Scholarship is, is allowing a lot more middle class, mm -hmm. you know, students who weren't going to receive a Pell Grant because, you know, the, the EFC, which is, is very, very boring, I do it every day, mm -hmm. uh, but when you do that application, your estimated family contribution is the amount that the government expects you to bring. Mm. Uh, at $6,895, the maximum Pell Grant, the more income, the more that phases mm. out. Uh, the Michigan Achievement Scholarship uh, sets that at 25000 So okay. any student you know, who applies for the FAFSA before the Michigan deadline, and that EFC is less than 25,000, which is a big, you know, that's a big opening yeah. door now. Uh, those students are eligible for, for a yeah. grant, for a scholarship. I was, I was talking to a trustee at John George Student Loan Fund, and they said their applications are way, way down, and they have millions. And yeah. it's a program for Jackson County students, yeah. exclusively. Yeah. And we, you know, we tell every student, it's as close to free money as you're gonna find at 2% interest. Uh, 6000 a year that you can take out through John George. It's just uh, a fantastic opportunity. It was, it was the first application for aid that I filled out when I was in high school back in 1986, mm -hmm. and they've just been around for years and years making those funds available. So yeah. any, any student that I talk to hears, hears me talk about the virtue of applying for that. And it's another one of those uh, applications that you can apply now if you don't need it this year. Uh, you can hold on to it until next year when you do need it. So it's, it's just flexible terms, flexible, you know, ability to apply and have your backup plan in place. Bring your uh, parents or guardians if possible too? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And the, the parents, uh, the taxes, now, I, I know parents are thinking, well, my taxes aren't done, I, I can't go, I, there's this, we gotta wait. That is still kind of that, that prevalent thought in people's mind, I, I'll wait until April when I do my taxes. Um, a couple years ago, gosh, it's been probably five or six years now, don't quote me, but uh, they moved that January 1 uh, application date to October. So now as early as October 1st, students can apply for their FAFSA. And when they did that, they went to using the prior, prior tax year. So for students who are going to college next fall, right now they're applying and using the 2021 taxes that would have been done in April of 2022. So you don't have to wait until this year's taxes. You use those last year's taxes, they're already completed, and you know, apply, apply now. It sounds like people just need to come see Brian Green. They, they need answers, and yeah. I have answers, so yeah. <laughs> they need to come see me. Awesome. Give well, them some barbecue, give them some di direction, so. Yeah, and yeah. and you, can, uh, you can try the El Verde special on it's, the 20th. It's the, the best barbecue north of Memphis. Uh, that's what I tell people. Awesome. <laughs> it is uh, President's Day at the uh, center, so any questions, of course, you can uh, call Brian or check out the uh, website. Thanks again uh, for being here, Brian. We Thanks always so appreciate much. it. I, I always love being here. Love talking to you guys. Thanks for having me. Brian Green from the College and Career Access Center. More of the morning show right after this.
The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Well, winter weather is uh, back today, and uh, the flu is not going away anytime soon either. The Center for Family Health reminds you to get your flu shot, and you can also get your COVID booster at the same time. They welcome walk-ins anytime during their hours, 9 to 5. Getting the flu and COVID vaccines, the most effective way to keep from developing a serious illness. They also can do uh, evening appointments by calling 748-5500. Locations, downtown Parkside and Northwest, all with uh, walk-in clinics. The Center for Family Health, opening the door to health care for all for more than 30 years. Next on The Morning Show, we welcome from JPAC, Jackson Preparatory and Early College, Superintendent Jonathan Marawelli and Board Chair Suzanne Jones. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, how's the year going at JPEG? It's going splendidly. We're really enjoying it. We've got a lot of new facilities and excitement. We've got a new board chair. And so, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's really an honor to be in this position and with this talented team, impressive team. I was talking to uh, Jackson College President Dan Phelan the other day, and he said it's, you know, it's such an asset for the community uh, to have the JPEG located on the college campus. And there really is a lot of synergy. In fact, Jackson College uh, was the chartering institution for JPEG. Yeah, we have a lot to thank uh, Jackson College and Dr. Phelan for. And like you said, location is everything, right? And so, uh, you know, any student can take dual enrollment in the state of Michigan. Uh, but if you're going to do that, why not be out on the college and experience that atmosphere and that environment and that expectation as well? That expectation is really important to us. That's one of the things we emphasize starting down in the middle school. We're the only early college in the state of Michigan that has a middle school. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Suzanne, what was your interest in uh, being uh, a volunteer with JPEG? Well, I was originally invited through a colleague and a, a dear friend that uh, her daughter actually attended JPEG and uh, went through the nomination, extensive nomination and appointment process. And I'm just so pleased to be with JPEG. And I do want to give recognition to our board members. Um, John Williams has been with the college since the beginning, the early college. And he was um, actually the board chair for nearly five years, if not more than five years. So he's given so much. And then we have four other board members, if I could briefly recognize. Sure. We have um, Jess Nellie Aponte, who she is director of Revenue Requirements and Analytics at Consumers Energy. She's also a STEM FinTech Leadership Award winner this year. And Just impressive background. Zero bar. Yeah. Owner. Zero Absolutely. bar. Yeah. You know Jess now. Yeah. Zero bar owner. Yeah. Then we have um, John Mechia, who is President and CEO of Advanced Turning and Manufacturing. Very active in the community as well and with the Career Center. And our newest member is Eric Beta. And Eric is president and CEO of the Beta Family Insurance, as well as a very, very active community um, member and on various other boards. All of our board members are. We're, uh, so that's great, great team. Uh, it's a great team. It really is, uh, and they are involved in the community. I saw John Macchia dancing at the uh, Hispanic <laughs> Heritage Festival last yeah. summer. Yes, yep, absolutely. Yes, 
So I ran into uh, Orlando Hampton, yeah. one of your uh, graduates, and I don't know how old he is, but yeah. he's already planning his uh, master's degree education, and I don't think he's been out of JPEG for more than a couple of years. Yeah, I think maybe two years. Yeah. Excellent. He's even serving on the Jackson uh, College Foundation Board. Um, but you know, Orlando's always been a real go-getter. He was able to take advantage of what we offer at JPEG to get that early education, that, that associate's degree, utilize the career center, he's been involved in business and entrepreneurship. Uh, just outstanding example of what a JPEC student is and what a JPEC grad can be. Yeah, it's uh, unbelievable, but there have been JPEC students who got their high school diploma and their college degree at the JC uh, commencement. Yeah, absolutely. We've even had a student um, who earned a full bachelor's degree while she was in high school. Uh, yeah, and you know, we now have students going on to, uh, from their bachelor's degree into their our alumni who are going into master's programs, going to law school, going to med school. Uh, you know, one of our first grads uh, is just started, um, Hassan Ahmad, uh, he just started uh, grad school at Harvard wow. this year. So do you have to be a brainiac to go to JPEC? No, JPEC is for every student, you know, and that's really what we emphasize is that uh, high school is not just about earning a diploma, right? It's about getting a start on life and having a little bit of a direction, right? You might not necessarily know exactly where you're going to go, but you know, uh, almost a third of our students utilize the Career Center. Uh, CTE and STEAM, these are initiatives that are super important to us. One of the things we've done this year that we're so excited about is we have this collaboration with the ShopRats Foundation. Uh, and they're not just coming in for an hour a week. We have an instructor there who's working with every single middle schooler, and they're getting just as much time in this career and technical education area, uh, in this exploration opportunity, as they are in their math, in their English, in their science. Uh, and one of the things we're really excited about is that eighth grade group this year is actually, we started two new robotics teams that are competing at the high school level. So these are eighth grade groups that are competing at the high school level. Uh, and their instructor, Brian Owen, has been an awesome, awesome uh, uh, just asset to our school. That's great. Yeah. I, was, I was going to underscore that. And you know, I've been active in my background was education mm -hmm. and the corporate world and human resources, both. So I have a passion for education. And since I've joined over the last two to three years, going on three years, um, honestly, the students are so impressive. And this robotics team that we have. Mm -hmm with the STEM program or the STEAM program. They actually went to world competition in this last 2022 year. Yeah. It's just so impressive. So yeah, they got to go coming to, from education background, it's yeah. just impressive. They went down to Houston, and our, our high school team is a collaboration with the Career Center team. And we've got Ray Pratt and uh, Clinton Bartholomew and John Riedemann. They're all helping lead this team. And uh, it's really, really awesome to see the collaborations locally uh, and just utilizing uh, what Jackson has to offer, which is a lot. Yeah, and uh, Clint Bartholomew, former uh, Teacher of the Year that's for right. Jackson County, and John Riedemann, Mr. Robotics. That's so right. That's, you know, great, great support. Yeah. Well, it's not all fun and games. No, it isn't. It is fun and games. We have <laughs> uh, a lot of it athletics is. and yeah. uh, extracurriculars at uh, JPEC, and yes. it yep. seems like every year it's getting better and yep. better. Yep, uh, we keep growing. Again, we're the only early college in the state of Michigan to offer our athletic program. Uh, and this year, you know, some of the things we're really excited about, we, had, we started our bowling team. Uh, and it's a great group of kids that, you know, traditionally weren't necessarily involved in athletics, you know, and they just had an awesome time. 
And then we're also starting boys volleyball, and that's something we're really excited about this year. Boys volleyball. Boys volleyball. The first ever boys volleyball in Jackson County. That's right. Are they going to have a, a team to play? Yeah. Oh, we, Northwest has a team. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, yeah, there's a few, I think. Yeah. But yeah, we've we've got 12 students who are very excited, and uh, you know we're. We're really excited to be able to continue using college facilities, right? Jackson College has world-class facilities, and this is a real asset. And there's a new athletic building going up. Uh, we have a new ceramics studio. Uh, you know, just uh, this is just one of the real benefits of being out on the college campus. Yeah, and those uh, basketball uh, shots, the boys' basketball team using the Vicuous Fieldhouse. That's right. Most beautiful gym in, in the whole county. Absolutely. The opportunity for these students to be on Jackson College yeah. is mm -hmm. such, it really is a, a benefit that uh, not many students really have. Yeah. So for uh, potential students or families yep. interested in JPEC, you guys are having uh, an event? Yep, we have an open house coming up uh, March 15th from 4.30 to 6.30. You can come out at any time. Uh, those are for folks who are looking to start next year, right? We're six, grades six through 12, right? That's uh, right about when our open enrollment period happens. Uh, and so it's really important, you know, because you know, like every other school, we're size limited to, to get those applications in as soon as possible. We still have a few slots open for this year if somebody wants to get in, but that, that opportunity closes in the next few weeks. So somebody would need to get a hold of us pretty quickly and we'll bring them out, do a tour, they get to have an interview with the principal and talk about the opportunity and make sure it's the right fit for everybody. And awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm being told we have a TikTok video, and I asked you before the show what it was, but you, you don't I'm know. I'm not even sure. I don't know. Well, let's find out. <laughs> Well, can you explain that? Yeah, so that's <laughs> about, we have a guest speaker coming in. He's coming through Jackson County. His name's Max Stossel. He's going to be talking to students uh, one day at our facility about social media and how we interact with social media, the effect it has on our lives, how to stay safe on social media. But he's also going to be doing some times in the evenings at different places around the county. I, I believe Parkside is one where parents can come mm -hmm. and, and get to meet him and see and have a uh, a little bit of education on how to keep your kids safe on social media because you know it's, it's something that they don't always recognize and something that we need to be more aware of as parents and adults as well. Yeah, I think parents uh, probably will, will be the ones learning more. Right. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, it's always great to catch up with you folks. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. Uh, yeah, lots of uh, cool things happening, uh, and we can't wait till that dome goes up. Yeah, big giant very dome, exciting. Yes. Yeah, part of uh, JC and uh, JPEG Athletics. Superintendent Jonathan Marawelli and Board Chair Suzanne Jones at Jackson Preparatory and Early College. More of the morning show coming up. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. If you're looking for something fun to do with the kids, Ella Sharp has a new dino exhibit. And uh, Bart, I know you're 
grandsons have already checked this out. It's the Dinosaur Safari, and uh, it's now showing at Ellis Sharp Museum. Very fun, interactive, and uh, fun, fun hangout for the kids. So check it out at Ellis Sharp Museum. With the Home Builders Association of Jackson Home and Garden Show, we welcome Mark Snyder. Hi, Mark. Mark, Andy, nice Good morning. to see you. Thanks for having me. It means uh, when you're here, I start to think spring a little it's bit. So yeah. I like it. Well, we've kind of had spring already. It seems to be going away a yeah. little bit today, but we can't <laughs> yeah. complain. The weather's been good. Yeah, uh, and your expertise is, is gardening. Mm -hmm. and you are, it's a hobby, you, yeah. 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 But it's, it's both. It's uh, landscaping, it's gardening, it's home improvement, it's construction. Yeah, everything. This is our 47th annual wow. home show. Consumers is again partnered with us, Consumers Power, to put on the, the home show okay. at the events building down at, the, at Keeley Park. Um, anybody that hasn't been there yet should come just to see that building and see the mm -hmm. Renaissance down at, at the fairgrounds. It's really terrific. But we've got another good show lined up. We're all excited. The difference in being in that building is extraordinary. Uh, Susie Mulvaney, our executive officer, has worked very hard to put this together. And currently she's got over 65 exhibitors coming and filling in excess of 90 booths. So we're going to have a full house down there and it'll be a nice event I think for anybody in the area that's considering any kind of home improvements, remodeling, uh, new construction, whatever it may be, or is just looking for a good day out. There's remember, lots to offer. I remember the first, uh, I think this was the first big event at the uh, It was, the, the first major event, event. yeah. And, and Sandy's Landscaping drove a brand new bright red yes, dump truck they did. right into it. They laid down all kinds of stuff on the floor to protect <laughs> the carpeting and back that in there. It was beautiful. There's a lot of wonderful displays. People, yeah. people do a nice yeah, job. Yeah, people don't. We have, there's a little bit of everything, as I say. Anybody looking for any kind of home services, um, we just so home chimneys, or chimney repair. Yes, Liberty Township's own chimney sweep. Uh, yeah, There's every the folks I mean, at Wilcox. Yeah, landscaping, electricians, plumbers, whatever it may be. And Susie's worked real hard to make the event rounded for everybody. She has her ladies' night event going at, from five to seven on Friday to attract women to come in to sample wine from Cherry Creek and Gilbert's Chocolates. Um, she even has a door prize arranged. Sherry Hood from uh, Howard Hanna Real Estate has put up a door prize for everyone. Cool. And it's just all things that are geared toward bringing the family in and making it a fun yeah. event for everyone. The last few years when we've talked uh, supply chain and uh, product was very, very hard to get. How, Tough to get. Yeah, what's, uh, what's the current state? Things of? are better now. Um, some supplies are still in short supply, but prices of lumber have come down substantially. And our builders are telling us that, that yeah, they're still very busy and people are still very interested in new, new, new construction as well as remodeling. And they're still trying to get enough help and enough material and so forth to schedule things. But generally speaking, for the buyer, it's a much better market than it has been in the past. This is also a chance to see some really cool displays. Landscapers go all out. Yes, yes they see the yeah. water features. And some yeah, of these. It, it depends on the individual landscaper, of course, as to how much time and effort mm -hmm. they have to put into their effort. But yeah, they're really outstanding. And it kind of makes us think more in terms of spring when we see all that stuff. We know there's an end of this winter coming. Mark, what have you been working on? Uh, what, you, 
like we mentioned, we've had some of these nice days. Have you been able to? Uh, well, I have spent some time outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barbara and I are fortunate enough. We have a big woods behind us, and I've been playing out there. Nice. And we we take the dogs out and get them muddy and get the toys <laughs> stuck in the mud, and everything's good. No, we've been fine. Cool. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's a certain amount of work getting this done, but certainly Susie does a ton of it. I, you know, I'm just kind of here to be the face of the thing. And she has really made a wonderful effort to get this thing going. The home builders are back and building homes. There Absolutely. is new construction happening. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And really, uh, just recently, we are seeing in increases in new construction starts. And I know in Summit Township and in Grass yeah. Lake in particular, now mm -hmm. the city of Jackson's made available some buildable lots. Yeah. And Absolutely. developers bought yeah. up four of them. The Jackson's market is a real bargain to yeah. anybody that's looking to build or, or to relocate, in fact. Um, relative to everything that's going on in Ann Arbor, we've seen prices increase, Dexter, Chelsea, and things working this mm -hmm. way. But people coming from out of the area are just fascinated by, you know, the offerings mm -hmm. that are available here in both new and existing homes. Yeah. And you know, here again, down at the home show, we'll have realtors there, and we'll have banks there, and we'll have people that can help facilitate all these kinds of moves. I've seen a lot of vacant land for sale over the pandemic, and it seemed like a lot of it was like a land grab. People were trying to uh, trying to buy as much as possible. Is there? Do we have a lot of buildable land here in Jackson? I, stuff? To my understanding, from what I hear from the builders, is there is a shortage. Is there of what we, they consider buildable land, okay. that land that's been developed that's ready to have housing put on it. There's vacant land available, but it's not always the land that they want to have. Yeah. So I think everybody would like to see more lots, mm -hmm. per se, available. For sure. Yeah, Ford and the governor are announcing earlier this week 2,500 jobs yes. in Marshall yes. for yeah. a battery plant. Yeah, it'll make a difference here. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So to get back to the show, we'd love to see people come down. It's awful easy. We have hours on Friday from 3 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> we're going to be there from 10 until 6, and Sunday, 10 to 3. Uh, admission is free always for mm -hmm. veterans. Tickets are only $5. Uh, Half-price tickets are available at our website at cool. jacksonhomeshows.com, and we have free tickets all around the area. Um, there's a stack of them here at JTV if anybody wants to stop in. So please come down and see us at the show. Mark, thanks so much for uh, coming in, and I'm looking forward to seeing you it's at this year's show. My pleasure. It's always fun <laughs> to see both of you. Thank you. Mark Snyder from this year's Home Builders Show. More of the morning show right after this quick break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. <laughs> uh, here's some good news. Uh, have you ever been dinged with a uh, uh, bounce check charge or an overdraft Every uh, day. charge? Every day. Brand new rule by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, part of federal government. Uh, banks will no longer be able to charge fees as high as $41. Well, that's They're going to be fee. capped at $8. Okay, that seems wow. fair. Brandon, and I have a post-dated check I'd like to present to you here <laughs> shortly. That's very nice. Hey, who? Uh, as we celebrate President's Day, I remember I ask you this every year, who is your favorite president of all time. And it doesn't have to be of the United States. It could be of a company. Mine is easy. It is 
Silent Cal, Cal Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge, Vermont's Calvin Coolidge. Vermont's Calvin Coolidge, not Very Vermont's. wise man, uh, very quiet um, and effective. Yeah. yeah, not Vermont's Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. You know, I really like Bill Clinton, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Because of the amount of jogs he went on with that Arkansas Razorbacks crew neck sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was yeah. fun. I mean, wasn't it? Get out there, go for a jog on Easter, go back, work on the country a no, little bit. Clint he, was good. Was, He's underrated, very underrated. Possibly, but the real reason for the jogs, he wanted to get out of the White House and get to McDonald's. Yeah, he did. He jogged to McDonald's. <laughs> yes. And you know what? A real man right there. That's right. Jog and then uh, quarter pounder with cheese in one yeah. hand and Big Mac in another. He was one of the most made fun of presidents, but the second he was done with his second term, people were like, oh, he did a pretty decent job. And then, uh, you know, he gets like a million dollars at every speaking event. Yeah. Cool documentaries on Bill Clinton, of course, as well with the, uh, you know, the whole Monica Lewinsky stuff. <laughs> but, and apparently you can make big money. Uh, did you see uh, Mike Pence's house uh, when they were searching for the classified documents they were he looks showing. to be wealthy he does look wealthy. he looks to be very he's got very some wealthy. mansion in the middle in a gated uh community in the middle of uh, a field in indiana yeah and i think he has a washington or a california home as well I'm sure he does yeah well he's written books and all yeah that, so. you know those speaking yeah. fees and things like that i've never uh attended an event where a uh, vice president or uh president spoke so that's on my bucket list. Oh, well, I have, so it's... Uh, Bill Clinton? Yeah. Was it Bill Clinton? No, uh, it was Gerald Ford. Oh, yeah. Gerald Ford, all right. I have met some presidents. Have you? I'll save that for another show. All right, I can't yeah. wait to hear about that. I was going to ask you who's on Monday's show, but it says Andy needs a rest. It literally does say that, doesn't <laughs> it? Does it does say that. Yes. President's Day break. You're welcome, everybody. Andy <laughs> needs a rest. Sorry. Uh, later today, uh, Jim Graham, Pat Dillon, and Zach Canan from Napoleon Schools, Ariana Truman, Jeanette Lamphere from the Health Department, Jamie Thompson from the Brokerage House, Jody Petrowski, and Matt Rosensky from Jackson School of the Arts all lined up for this afternoon, and we will see you then. Mm -hmm.